Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new and exciting episode of our take on General Hospital. My name is Jonathan. I'll be your host today, and I am joined by the three most lovely people in podcasting. We've got Tony Ann, Tina, and Karen. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello. Thank you guys so much for holding down the fort last week when I was gone. You guys allowed me to relax a little bit and sleep mostly sleep and i appreciate that and knowing that you know i can take a week off and you guys can hold it down it was it was a yeah. great show so thank you guys you're welcome and we had thank a you. good time <laughs> it was it was fun you know what and it's interesting that i think the podcast you guys did last week was more entertaining than general hospital was for me <laughs> this week but, um well, we're gonna we're gonna dive into that so yeah n- the, not a word of a lie <laughs> let's kind of just go straight into the show itself um huh so a whole bunch of nothing yeah there's there's a, a lot of little things happened but it wasn't really a big week i think uh before we started like tony and you mentioned like friday was a big building week for gh and yeah that's kind of what I felt like the whole week. Like we're we're getting there, we're setting the pieces in place, but we're not quite throwing it all out there. So the big thing for me that jumped out for me is Nina and Ava are joining forces, and yes. I'm super actually excited yes. to see this. I am super excited to see this. I'm super excited for the resurgence of Ava in general. I swear to God, going to the mental hospital was the best thing that has ever happened to her because she came out of that mental hospital her fierce bitchy perfect self and i'm so happy she looked good too new haircut makeup done loved it yeah she was she was great yes she was on fire definitely and now i can tolerate nina so hey double yes yep and and it's making nina more tolerable all the way around because even in her scenes with Jax, too, yep. on Friday, what was working for me is Jax was calling her on her inconsistent behavior. True. But I, I also have to say, I was thinking about the gallery scenes. If they would have been done with Ms. Michelle Stafford, how different it may have come off. Uh, yes. Very much. I mean, yeah. I love Michelle. I mean, she. I really, really miss her as Nina. I do miss her. But now... With Cynthia in the role, it's almost like we had said last week, it became her character. So I yeah. really loved those gallery scenes between the two of them. I think the dynamic worked well. And you still believe the history between them, even though Cynthia wasn't in the role when any of that took place. Correct. Yeah. I mean, it was just, I, I just uh, appreciated the two of them together. And I haven't had that since it was recast. Neither have I. Like, I'll be honest with you. I didn't understand why this role was recast. I didn't understand the yeah. purpose of Scythio in this because, honestly, it felt like she was trying to be Michelle Stafford without the nuances that the she's... Quirk. Yeah, she yeah. has that quirk. She has that little bit of a thing that just mm-hmm. works for Michelle, but didn't quite work when she was trying to mimic it. But now it feels like they're writing to her strengths, and we're starting to see... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a new and improved Nina. And I think it also helps now that the audience is in on the thing, right? We now yeah. – we suspected, as we, we theorized here, that she was going after Valentin. But now that we know, 
it makes all these little things work a little bit better. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. So I I don't really know what I want to talk about afterwards cuz that was the, the big thing for me. Um so Um what, how about what what about well, Franco? Should we jump yes. right into the Franco thing? Yes. So, what Franco thing? That, I mean, that was, was one that, day. Hey, that was my hey, point. And, and how well he sold laying in a bed with all sorts of stuff going on around him. That that yeah. was kind of like the lack of momentum there, I think, was yeah. my big problem for the of the week. Because I wanted the resolution yeah. of what There's happened. Some of it. Or and we I think we saw him Monday or Tuesday and didn't see him again until mm-hmm. Friday. And to me, the big problem that GH still has is they don't know how to balance their stories without stalling momentum because I tuned in every day this week to see if we were going to get some Franco fallout and got nothing. It was a shooting fallout. Right. But I was waiting for a payoff and yes. it, oh, yeah, it me too. seemed to never come. Right. Now, once again, I don't know if that has something to do with the the fact that we've you know we are seem to be behind a day because of the impeachment hearings right uh, this is still seems to be one day we haven't caught up to so maybe that's what we're missing i i don't know it's just this whole week felt off but for that one story thing it shouldn't be off because all right yes maybe the the cliffhangers maybe should be a little bit different or the tweaks, but every episode should matter, right? Like every episode should feel like I want to watch this. I'm excited for the next episode. It's giving me a reason to tune in tomorrow. It's doing all those things. And I don't think this week did that. Right. Well, the thing was, is I kept waiting to see more of the payoff with the memory mapping. Mm -hmm. And, I feel like I'm still hanging. Yeah. We're probably yeah. going to get the answer Monday. Right. Well, and that's the thing. I think it was supposed to be the Friday payoff. We could have all been in the MRI room because that's where both Lucas and Franco went. Oh, they're off having an MRI. Oh, they're off having an MRI. And then people use their room to talk in. It's um, nice and convenient. Yes, it was. So, um, but the shooting part, that was this week, right? When Peter yes. shot the guy, yes, I think yes, it was that Monday. Was Monday, yeah. So that was that was exciting, at least. Um, I I didn't like. I, did, it, did it just me, or did it take him forever to unscrew the silencer? Yes, I okay. couldn't figure out if he was putting it on or off at first. I'm like, what? <laughs> I thought it it was very. Why did he? Did he wanted people to know that he did that? Right. That's why he. Yeah. I think so. I, I don't even know what he wants anymore. Oh, he doesn't want. He knows what he wants anymore. He doesn't know what he doesn't want the procedure to go through. Do whatever right. you need to do for the procedure not to go through, and then he stops. Like, what? What are I, you doing? <laughs> I think the conversation with Anna is what changed his mind about killing Franco. Right, and then Laura stopped him from actually getting there in time, so he had to because he couldn't stop the thug guy. Until he shot him. And he couldn't even shoot him to kill him. Right? He's, yeah. like, he's getting <laughs> operated on. He's still, I know. He's, he's still, you know, critical or whatever. 
right, right. Um, so, and Super Jason is on the case. I'm sorry, this is driving me nuts. <laughs> He's ready to save the day again. You I, see, those so, those scenes didn't bother me though. The I, scenes I, with I, him I, and Anna, it they didn't really bother me. I, I, well, I, it. I really want him to man up, grow a set, walk away from crime, and embrace law enforcement. Because that seems to be what he's doing. Just being really passive-aggressive about it. Okay, I I can see that. But also, too, this is the first time that Jason and Anna have actually had a chance to really talk about everything and, and Peter's connection to everything because she wasn't in town for all of that. Right. No, I and I understand that. But what I'm saying is, let's be perfectly honest. Sam is in jail because Jason didn't do the Jason thing and just take Shiloh out to the Pine Barrens and lose his body. True. Okay. So since he didn't man up and do what the mob should do, (laughs) you know, now you have this convoluted thing. Now she's in this convoluted thing in jail. It's like, and now he's trying to find a way to get her out. Because, you know, I don't think she's going to fall under the overpopulation release. <laughs> no, she literally just got there. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? It's like, all right, you are you didn't do what you normally do. So why don't you just hop on the bandwagon and, and, and just be law enforcement? Because you don't have it in you to, like, kill people anymore. <laughs> I would be okay with that. Like, if he was over here, like, trying to, like, for real save the day and be one of the good guys, like, I'd roll my eyes a little bit at the fact that, you know, he's now one of the good guys, but I would forgive it and move on. But just having him be this, like, I don't even know what he is. It just it I, I doesn't work. Say, he doesn't Halfway. really have a job right he now. He's just, he's not an enforcer. He's not a bad guy. He's not a good guy. He just kind of walks around and talks about Sam all day. Keeps an eye on Dev. It's a coffee shop. Yeah, that's because he's really worried about a 16-year-old. Speaking of Sam, though, can we talk about the moment of self-awareness she had in those prison scenes with Alexis? She actually said the words, this all started with me. And I was shocked. Yes, she's finally owning the fact that she's in jail because of what she did. Yes, And the choices she made. I never expected Sam to take responsibility for that. Well, hopefully the character can grow from this. Please, at least make this worth it. Well, I mean, any, any, anyone else kind of seeing the writing on the wall for Jason and Sam? The writing has been on the wall that they're no longer going to be together pretty much since the moment they got back together. For well, me. I'm, right, but I just feel like the, it's like a, a, an anvil now. <laughs> I don't know. Her scene with Jason was oh, I first well, I don't know if you read it on Twitter, but I couldn't understand a word. Uh-huh. And I mean, it was a call. It was like uh, I had closed captioning on and that's how I was able to get through. Yeah. It. So, I I don't know. There was just a remarkable change when Alexis came to talk to her. Uh-huh. Um and I almost felt like, okay, we probably don't need a scene with those two for a long time now. Um, she did. I love Sam with Nellie, Nell too. Um, so I don't know. I can't. I I think it'll be hysterical though if Nell gets out before she does. I really would love it. 
And speaking so, of Nell, are we in agreement that um, Shiloh is her super secret husband? Yeah. Oh, they- has to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. has to be. Because she's going to get those shares. You know it. Because they were talking about the they, ELQ I was say, they just well, yeah. bringing it up again. She's going to try. I think that's, you know, that's what Tracy's really back for. Because um, it, if the probate court decides that the shares land with Shiloh, if she's his wife, that's yep. next of kin. And she would therefore trump Wiley. If he left everything to her, yes. But I think. Even, if, even if he didn't, couldn't she claim it as his next of kin? I guess. Like if, if he didn't right, have, but like, she, ha- she has to prove his claim to the will because there were multiple wills written. Right. But that's why I'm saying once probate decides, like if probate lands with Shiloh, she can stake a claim if they're married. Correct. Which I'm just going to throw it out there. It's weird that this young man who's in perfect health had so many wills. Oh, Oscar. Was, uh, uh, you know, Shiloh. I, I, oh, Shiloh. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant Oscar because he had. You know, it was Oscar. It's Oscar's will that's in probate, not Shiloh's. Right, because Oscar left his shares to Shiloh, right? Yeah. Right, and then right, right and before then, he died, he changed it to the right, Kilimanjaro then, Fund. Right, he changed it to the fund. Then where so did Shiloh question, come from? I thought Shiloh still had some. That's that's he, why the will is in probate because they're he's contesting that uh, the shares in fact go to him and not to the fund. Right. It. So basically, he's saying that the will that leaves him to the fund is invalid. Just give him to Nell so I can see her exactly. just get in there and fight everybody. And get her released because my girl yes. got stabbed this week. I know. And... Ryan. Oh, Ryan. I and she, said, Every bit of, and bit she set that up. She set that yes. up entirely. Yes. I oh, love yes. that. Yes. I love and, that. And Ryan was even going to tell them the truth, but the dumb Chase was just like, no, I don't want to hear you talk. He no. was like, if you let me talk, I'll tell you everything. And he's like, I don't want to. I don't want to hear that. I'm, I'm Chase. I'm like, you stupid cop. You stupid, not, stupid cop. And not for nothing. How much longer is Ryan going to be in jail? I need him out. Ooh. I need him out now. Yes. Good. I, I, I feel like he's not going to... I feel like we're seeing the exodus of Pentonville. <laughs> well, considering all... he's in like the least maximum prison ever. Right. Having access to I, I can kill my cellmate and then I'm gonna just sa- yeah. stab this girl who shouldn't be anywhere near me. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, Pettenville sucks. And I also love yeah. how did you notice how they don't even like really try to make um John's arm look real? <laughs> like he just like sticks it in his um in the sweatshirt thing. I mean, me it, yeah. So yeah, it really did. It's just really funny. I was almost expecting it to pop out at one point. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm waiting for them to, you know, him to get out of jail and suddenly have an amazing prosthetic. So they there don't you have go. to play yes. with a, Ooh, that's a good idea. The, 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 uh, uh, arm hiding game or the stump anymore. Yep. I did not expect him to stab her. That was awesome. I thought he was going to do something with her medication and, Oh, that made my day. Well, sometimes sometimes it's a case of you need to be careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But he didn't stab her good enough. But he, he knew that. Like, oh, you can go home. But, but he knew that though, because I mean, he I mean, he is a doctor, so he would have known how to do it lethally. I think they 
I think it was literally it, just to the point of getting her out, proving she's in danger so she can cry to the parole board, help me, I need, you know, I'm not safe so she can get out. Okay. Because he right. targeted her kidney. Like, that was... Yeah. That was right, and her... he knows she only she has, has the one. one. Yep. Yeah. They both you know. only have one. They both only have one kidney. I just want people to realize that. Yep. Yes. Be- because... and, and that's why I have a feeling Ryan is going to get out sooner or later because he still hasn't done anything to the people who basically stole his kidney. Yeah, if he could come out and kill Jordan, I'd be very happy with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just to take his kidney back. He could just be sitting there with a the kidney in his hands going, okay, who's going to put this back in me? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I was I, off track. I'd totally be here for it. After the memory mapping, why not organ re- yeah. re- uh, retransplantation? Why not? Well, hopefully it wouldn't be rejected. You know, it's just returning right? to its home. Gives a whole new definition of return to sender, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> so I was going to go one place, but I don't feel like laughing at this story. <laughs> right. So we're just gonna go to Yo Harmony. So <laughs> she decided to like get out on parole because as Tina mentioned, the, the jail's overcrowded and we can't fit all these people in this set. So we sent her out and she's bothering my Willow and Chase. Well, what else is she supposed to do? I don't I don't know. Like, I don't she know. has what other links to the canvas? <laughs> why? Why does she exist? Honestly? Why is she? She's gonna have to have like some part in something, right? Because I could not figure out for the life of me why they were showing her again. Now, my so, only thought on this was is they were showing this at the same time they were showing Nell's desperation to get out. So I thought that she might have tried to revive Dawn of Day, and that Nell was trying to get out before she could but then the probate thing happened and i switched turns well all right so here's the thing while we all think that shiloh and now are married we don't know what shiloh's will was did he ever get around to changing his will before he got married because i could see harmony being his beneficiary beneficiary also i have a feeling there are more things buried that harmony knows and i think harmony knows where all the money's hidden i think shiloh didn't spend it all maybe wiley see i think something's going to happen with wiley and her she was getting all awful grandmothery can i see him can i you know blah 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 you think she's going to try and snatch and grab maybe I don't know. I Like I say, I have no idea why they brought her back on campus. Well, okay. The o- only other reason could be because Willow's really adopted and her mom's going to tell her that and then she's going to be Nina's or whatever. Yes. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, keep that yeah. story hasn't been played. Like I keep thinking that we already tied up that damn Nina's secret child thing like six, no. seven years ago. And no, it, it keeps rearing its head. I keep expecting yep. it, and it never actually finishes playing out. And I'm so tired of it. Oh, speaking of Oof. rearing its head, can I say it? Yes. Claudette. Claudette. <laughs> Claudette. Hello, Claudette. God, like, why? Why? Like, every time is- her name is mentioned, everybody on Twitter is like, no. 
every single person. It's like, no, I mean, and I, you know, I, I love, I can't think of her name right now, but Williamson. thank you. But I, I have no use for Claudette. None. None. Zero. Zip Unless we find out that she's dead no. and Valentine killed her. No. Right. Yeah. No. And I'm afraid it's going to be parentage of, of um, Charlotte somehow Ugh. related. That's what I'm afraid they're going to mess with. And I don't want to have don't, to go through that. No, oh, don't, I, I don't need Lulu crying over kids that she no yeah. longer has anymore. Like she's finally in a good, spunky, happy place. Can we just keep yeah. her there? Please, God. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know that they're going to play with Lulu being mom, but maybe Valentin is not the dad. I'd be fine with that. I don't. Oh. Especially if Valentine ends up, you know. I have they, a headache with that. I don't. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying they may, they may change Charlotte's parentage if they decide to write Valentine off. Please let that be a thing. Please, please, please. That's all I want for Christmas. Because oh. let's be perfectly honest. What is going to be left for Valentine when the codicil comes out and Nicholas takes everything over? Mm. And Nina turns on him. True. What's, I mean, other than Charlotte, what's left? And if he did all these things, I mean, at that point, you know, Lulu could probably go to court and, and take Charlotte away. Mm-hmm. Then what? He has his French and his piano. <laughs> he, he, he can sing us some sad songs. There you go. <laughs> I Although just... I like him with with uh, Martin Gray, yes, I mean they were fun, and you you know they're friends in real life, so that I I like that. But um, they yeah, have them. I think yeah. one of them's Godfather to the other one's kids or something like that. Yeah, something. Yep. Oh wait. Oh, let me just mention one thing too. How surprised I don't. I think I was the only one that didn't know. I don't know, but Ava's gallery thing. Having Ooh. this gallery auction all of a sudden and inviting everybody in Port Charles, isn't that going to be awesome? That's going to be awesome. And if that's where the reveal happens, as opposed to the Valentine Nina wedding, like we were yeah. anticipating, I'm all for that. Well, the question's going to be is who's going to bid and who's going to win? I know. Uh-huh. I'm excited. And I feel like based on some of the vague spoilers that are there for next week, that possibly next week could be the Nicholas reveal. Oh, maybe, maybe, or at least maybe to some people, if not to everyone, because mm-hmm. I feel like there was a spoiler out there, like Laura learns the full story or some something like that, or somebody else does. So I feel like it's leading somewhere, which I'm happy about. Yeah, so that's giving me reason to watch next week. That and the Franco thing. I'm just super excited to see. Like I said, all the cast coming together, yes. big, <laughs> splashy, like bidding war, like it's it's gonna be fun. And can we just talk about like Ava, like Ava just planning this party, and Ava and Trina are amazing. Like yes. I love them so much. We're gonna make an art an art dealer yeah. out of you yet. I love I know, their yeah. relationship so 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 much. Yeah, it was cute. Do you mean I get to order everything? It was really oh, cute. And, and did you like her little flirting with Cam? Yes. Yes. I love her. She, she really loves those younger boys, doesn't she? 
no, it was just, it was, it was a little jarring for a minute there. And then I'm like, oh yeah, she likes them really young. But I also <laughs> think too, like she can kind of catch a vibe between Trina and Cameron. Yes. Yep. Which. Right. And I think that's a one way vibe. Yeah. Sadly. Uh, you think she's feeling Cam? She's feeling Cameron, and Cameron's still feeling Josh. Or you think he's feeling yeah. her, yeah. and she's not? No, yeah, she, I think Cameron Trina's feeling Cam, and I think Cam is just so wrapped up in Joss and Franco that he's yep. just not even looking. Agree. Yeah. Now things might change when she finally says, "Hey." Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that there might not be something there, but I'm not seeing anything there right now because oh, it seems like his his mind's just not there. Exactly, yeah. would agree. Oh God, I I gotta roll with this transition because you said it. So I'm sorry, but speaking of mind not being there, um, oh. let's oh. talk about Mike for a second. Oh. Yikes! Oh, Mike. This that was hard. So, this is literally... so uncomfortably real amazing mm-hmm. this end arc for mike or what i believe to be the end um for him is literally so perfect yeah it's what so i wish perfect. the would have been the entire time yes max well, gale is coming for that second emmy well you know it's like you sit there and 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 you know soaps have always been about love in the afternoon and stuff but some of gh's best storylines are, are the informative storylines, you know, like the Stone Robin AIDS and Monica's breast cancer and heart transplants with BJ. And those type of stories have always done well. And while this Alzheimer's story um, does not play in as much the medical component. It plays in the emotional one. It It is completely informative if you have never been around someone going through the end stages of Alzheimer's slash dementia, that whole thing. This is what it looks like. And they're not shying they're not shying away from the family feelings either. And I love how everybody has their point of view and it's it's really fleshed out and the arguments they're having feel real to me. It's not just sniping about something stupid. It's about real stuff. Um, and I even like, you know, when Dev was there with uh, Josh and they just, I, oh, it was, it was perfect. Oh and, and Max Gale looked like he was in end stage. Yeah. Well, and and that's the whole thing. It, 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 this is completely and utterly realistic. I will say, GH has been very dark this year. Yes. Um, just just the entire year of, of GH has been dark. Um, but while this is dark, um, it, it is truly moving to see it so accurately portrayed. And it's funny because for a while there, they seem to be going down this weird road when he, you know, he had his little fake wedding. And, and, and I know that some of that kind of stuff does happen, but this is what I want to see. I want to see realism. I want to see relationships. And, and they're truly kudos to whoever's actually writing this dialogue you know, the actual, like, 
breakdown words, writer yeah. in writing these words. Um, and huge kudos to Max Gale. Um, he is bringing so much emotion from the page to our screens. And I think he's bringing better performances out of the people around him. Yes. All his scenes are elevating everyone else. Um, and it's it's just such a pleasure to see on a show where a lot of people are phoning it in. Yes. Especially, and I'm just going to put it out there, you know, Maurice Bernard sometimes is not engaged in his scenes and his story, but everything involving Mike, whether Mike is in the scene or it's about Mike, he's connected to that. Yep. Mm -hmm. The Michael and Sonny scenes. Oh, those were so good. Um, The whole conversation about what Michael was having, just being straight with his dad and just going Mm -hmm. in on the whole, like, would you want this? Would your father want to be this way? I know mm-hmm. you're wanting to help him, but you're wanting to reverse something that's irreversible. If you're Are you holding on to who you that... thought Mike was should be instead of who he actually was? Well, and they like... rarely let Michael be an adult. Exactly. And he he was leading his father in this. Yes. Um, and it was like, oh my God, you know, because I was thinking, well, he's pretty young to be thinking like this. And I'm like, no, he's not we forget how old he is. Right. And um, the other thing I was seeing was something that a lot of kids who are in their twenties, thirties do with their parents is using a grandparent situation to find out what their parents want in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because a lot of the questions had, I don't know. I, I just, I got a lot of double meanings out of that conversation. Mm-hmm. And that was nice to see too, because I know myself. Um, it was only upon the death of grandparents um, and, and, you know, the trials and tribulations that I've gone that they've gone through that I found out what my parents want done. Mm-hmm. Because they've never been vocal about those kinds of things. Well, and Sonny might have the gene too. We don't know. I mean, I, I, they haven't gotten into. Does he want to get tested for it yet? But, you know, that could be a whole other thing. Right. Yeah, and the same thing. Like when my grandfather's had health scares over the years, it's opened up conversations with me and my mom about it too. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very real. Right, and and it, that's the, th- the whole thing. It's the realism factor, and I love that those conversations happened on screen, not off screen. Right. Yeah. There's so many more of those now. It's yeah. such an improvement. Yeah. And I did like that that Dev and Joss were there and kind of seeing this and getting a real picture of everything mm-hmm. that happened. Um, kind of taking away from the seriousness of it for a second. The fact that um, Mike thought Dev was Sunny, do we think that might be Anvil dropping for something further down the, lo- further down the line? I, no. I don't. No, I don't subscribe to that. Why would, why would he also think Sunny looks like... Um... Joe Scully. Joe Scully. Like it's yeah. it's just his mind gone. Like it's that's it. And he's just. I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I think Sonny has enough kids. He doesn't need any more kids. Oh, agreed. Let's I don't be really honest. want Dev to be his. Dante can return to the canvas every time, and, and I, I mean, who knows if how long Morgan's going to stay dead for? So 
he's got enough kids. He doesn't need any more. Oh, agree. I just wasn't sure if they were going to, you know, I don't want them to go down that road. Doesn't mean they won't. I just, I don't think that's even remotely where this is going. Not, not at this point. Anyways. Did you catch a vibe between Joss and Dev at the end of that scene, though? The way they were looking at each other? I didn't, I guess I wasn't looking for that. I mean, I don't remember it because I guess I wasn't looking for that. I thought that they, that Eden McCoy did a really, really great Oh, job. she was amazing. Wow. But there was there was a moment was? where hmm. she said that like he did really well and then and then hmm. he said so did she and they kind of just kind of looked at each other for a second before hmm. the camera cut away. So I was like, "Huh." Yeah, there was a little mutual admiration society going there. And and I really think they're going to go to Joss yeah. and Dev with Cameron being, you know, kind of thrown in the middle. Um it's going to be, I think, a kind of weird quad that they're going for. Uh, I, I mean, let's be honest. We are in December. Um, you expect their story to ramp up come, you know, end of May, beginning of June for the summer. So they got to start sowing the seeds now so it doesn't look like it comes out of completely and utterly nowhere. And hopefully next summer we will have a happier summer than the summer we had this year. Yes. Very cool. All right. Oh, watch the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> <laughs> I like so, my soap dark, baby. All right. Sorry. Agreed. Go ahead. <laughs> so is there any other subjects or things from this week that we want to wrap up before we wrap this episode up? I don't mm, think no. so. No. I think that pretty much covered covered the main points, at least. So... Let's do ratings real quick before we wrap it up. So, Tony Ann, what would you give this episode or this week on a scale of 1 to 10? 1 being completely unwatchable, 10 being the best you've ever seen it. Um, I'm going to go with a 5. There was just not a lot that happened for me this week that really kind of amped me up. There were some good moments, but it felt very low-key. And the momentum stall on the Franco thing just kind of took me out of the whole week. Tina, what do you give this week? Wait. Tina? Okay, it's not just me. Okay. Oh, sorry about that. There I am. (laughs) Um, So I give it a four. Fair. I've just... I I, want to see better... I'm seeing moments and I'm seeing glimpses. They need to put it into a cohesive, what is it, for, 41-minute program? 36. Jesus. Something like that. Yes. It, it needs to be cohesive. Wow. It's just not yet. Uh, I give it a solid C, which is a five. And um, I agree. I, I was not that interested this week. I, I mean, I... I watched and yay for the stabbing and Ryan coming on, but a five. Yeah. Um, I'm going there too. And going four. uh, staying with Tina and it just, it was a week like stuff happened. It was there. I watched it, but I wasn't inter. I was very little entertained, I guess. is the, the, the thing. And there's like, not a lot it, we actually it's... remembered from it either. Like usually when we come off of a week, there's a lot we can remember that happened. 
But yeah. we had to refresh ourselves before we started. It was something that, like, I felt like I've watched it and, like, I enjoyed seeing more West. I enjoyed seeing, you know, Nell. I enjoyed seeing, like, the mm-hmm. differences in the story moving in those things. But the rest of the week, I just kind of felt like, why am I watching it, right? Like, if it wasn't for this podcast, if it wasn't for Twitter, if it wasn't for this, would I still be sitting here watching this show? And this is the first week in a while I felt like the momentum just wasn't there. There wasn't something to make me want to tune in tomorrow. And that made me sad. But such is life. You know what? Well, better better like next week. And once we get past all this impeachment stuff messing with our scheduling, hopefully we'll get and holidays, you know, tying everything up. I, I I'm really excited to see where the show moves forward. Same. So there we go. All right. Well, on that note, let's wrap it up. You can follow us on Twitter at rtakemedia.com. Uh, we're at rtakemedia on Twitter. Uh, you can follow Tony Anna, XO, Tony Roni, XO. Tina is at Tina OLTL. And Karen is at WubsNet. You can also read her articles. And she's got a lot of really cool end of the year content coming up at wubs.net. And Correct. you can follow me at John. Until next time, bye-bye. Bye. Jonathan, that sounded like you said so freaky, John. <laughs> I did. I'm like, is that? Did he change his name to so freaky, John? I mean, maybe. That's my, that's my alternate. Uh, there you go. Dark account at so freaky, John. Uh, you have to be 18 or older to subscribe. There you go. Okay. I'll prefer yeah. a tip jar. It's fine. It's cool. Do anything.